Hi everyone, this is TJ and Ray, and welcome to Reconnect. Okay, I think we got it this time. <laughs> <laughs> So we are already at our third episode. Wow. Hmm. Three episodes already. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about religion. We've talked about does God care. So if you're interested in those topics, maybe you can listen to the previous podcast mm. and return to this one. But the topic of today is what is faith? Mm. Let me ask you, Ray, what is your standard when you say you trust someone? Uh, well, for me, I guess my standard would be my experience with that person. If it's someone that I trust, it's someone that I've spent a lot of time getting to know. They they know things about my life that the other people that I may know as acquaintances just don't know. They, they really are able to uh, feel comfortable sharing things with me and vice versa, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that kind of level of experience, that kind of bond, relationship, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, yeah? Yeah, so you're saying... In order for you to trust someone, you need to know them. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't just know them. I need to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Very nicely put. I think all our listeners probably understand the difference between know and know. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like you said, to sum it up, you need to have an experience with them. You need to see what kind of person they are, and like we said, you need to know them. Mm. So let me ask you another question. When it comes to believing in someone, do you decide to believe in that person first and then get to know them later? Or is it the case where you get to know them first and then you're able to trust them? Wow. Um, I don't think that very many people are the the type of people that would believe someone that they first meet. But no, I'm I'm definitely the type of person where I, I would have to get to know you first before there's any kind of trust build. Mm. It's very normal for people to require time and experience before they can say, oh, I trust this person. Mm. I believe this person. Mm. It's very standard when it comes to human relationships, actually. I would say most people apply this, this sort of process, when they come to meet and know people. You first get to know them, and then you're able to trust in them. Yeah, that process, right. But do we use that same process when it comes to our faith and our relationship with God? Let me ask you, Ray. (laughs) Did you? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Oh, okay, okay. So you were waiting for me. I was waiting for your question. question. Yeah, bring bring it, TJ. Okay. Okay. Did you believe in God first or did you get to know him first? Oh, wow, that's deep. (laughs) That's actually deeper than it seems. because, you know, I, I talked about it in one of our, our, our previous episodes that, yeah, I, I grew up in a Christian home. So belief was something that I might have said that I had, but no, no, I, it it's something that, that I I had to find out for myself. I couldn't just accept it from my the environment I grew up in. Yeah. But as a child growing up in a Christian home, were you, well, did you believe God first? Or did you know God first? I was I was taught that I need to believe him first. Mm. That's what I was, yeah. And yeah. this is very common among most Christians. The reason I point this out is because in our human relationships, 
The process that we said is so normal, where we get to know someone and then trust someone, we have that so established as being the norm.、Mm. But in the case of God, we, have, we seem to have it the other way around. Wow. <laughs> I, I guess I never really thought about it in that way until you brought it up. That's, that's wow. The reason we believe in God first is because we believe that it's very important for us to believe in God. God actually requires this faith from us.、Mm. A very important point that we dismiss is does God want us to believe in Him first and then get to know Him? Or, like the norm that we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, does He want us to get to know Him first and then believe in Him?、Hmm. I, I feel like that's going to be the question of、uh, today's <laughs> episode, TJ. <laughs> yeah. So, what is the relationship that God wants from us? Is it to believe Him first and then get to know Him? Or is it the other way around, the standard norm that we apply in our daily lives with all our relationships?、Hmm. Let's go look at a verse. Okay. All right. And the verse is Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Let me read it to you. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ.、Hmm. Faith comes from what? Hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. So, this is God's word. All scriptures are God breathed, and it's saying, it's telling us that faith comes from hearing. From learning. When you hear something, it's information. You take it in and you process it, and then you get to know that information. And it's, in this case, it's the word about Christ, which is word of God. Only when you hear the message, only when you learn the word of God, are you able to have faith. So, this is the Bible telling us that the process in which we develop faith in God is by first hearing the word. And it seems like from there, God wants us to get to know Him more before we profess our faith. So, someone shares some information with me. Is that enough for me to build a relationship off of? Well, it's a start. Okay. Without even hearing anything about God, without learning anything about God, how are you able to believe in Him? How are you able to have faith in Him? This verse is here to show us that in order for us to develop faith, we first need to hear the word. Okay. Basically, learn the word. Let's think of the complete opposite example. Let's go back、um, a couple thousand years and look at the Israelites and look at the kind of faith that they had. <laughs> mm. okay. The Israelites. Let's look at Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. God says that my people are destroyed because they lack knowledge.、Hmm. God's saying the people are destroyed because they lack what? They lack knowledge. And the knowledge that God is talking about here is not referring to science or history. It's referring to God. And the reason they're destroyed because they lack knowledge of God is because they don't know what God likes and dislikes. And because of that, they sin. And that's why they were destroyed. Well, it's funny because you, you actually hear that verse, at least I have for sure.、Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that verse being used、uh, as an argument for all kinds of knowledge. For me, Mm-hmm. As, I, as a,、uh, a young teen, when I first went into university, that was a verse that I, used, that I heard being used for, as for why you should get a higher education. <laughs> yeah,、mm-hmm. a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, something like that. All right, all right. That's understandable, but would God destroy you if you didn't get a bachelor's degree? <laughs>、uh, I don't know about my, my dad, might have.、Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, no, but, but- no in, in all seriousness, no. No.、Mm. And like I said, 
If you think about it, the reason the Israelites were destroyed is because they didn't know what God disliked, what God hated actually, which is worshiping idols. And because they lacked the knowledge of what, what God did not like, they sinned. And that's what happens. And that is why when we go back to Romans chapter 10, verse 17, the one we read, God emphasizes the need for us to know before we say we have faith. Does that make sense? I guess I guess the question I have is is I know my parents. I think maybe for a mm-hmm. lot of listeners, even with the verses that you mm-hmm. shared, TJ, which seem like they're going in, in a good direction, but I maybe for a lot of our listeners, they don't feel like they know enough about God or have much of a reason to. Well, I think that's mainly because they haven't been taught that they need to know God first in order to have that faith. Why do we believe in God? It's to receive salvation, to go to heaven, to receive eternal life. That's the main reason we have faith and we believe in God. But what does God say about eternal life? If you go to John chapter 17, verse 3, it says, Eternal life is knowing God and the one he has sent. Hmm. I'm paraphrasing, but what I'm not paraphrasing is God says eternal life is knowing, not believing, it's knowing. Okay. And if your purpose in, in Christianity, in faith, is to receive eternal life, it's not just simply believing, it's knowing God and the one he has sent. And at the very beginning of this podcast, we specified the difference between knowing and knowing. And in this case, we're talking about knowing. (laughs) Mm. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. This might throw you for a loop, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway, TJ. So brace yourself. Mm -hmm. I can hug my physical father. I can hug my friends. Uh I can have these deep relationships with people because we can see each other, touch each other, have those tangible Mm -hmm. kind of experiences. Mm -hmm. So I can, it's easy for me to build trust with someone like that. Those are not things that... I can do with God. Ooh, but you're wrong, Ray. Right? I mean, yeah, of course we can't hug God in physicality, but you can sufficiently get to know God just as you would with a normal friend, even better. Why? Well, let's find the answer in the Bible as well. If you go to John chapter one, verse one, it says God is the word. So God says that God himself is the word. He's The word is a manifestation of God's character all that he is, all that he wants to tell us about his life, his history, and everything. And if you're telling me the 66 books are not enough for you to understand God sufficiently, (laughs) then I would advise you first to go read it and then come back and say, oh, I'm not able to hug God. (laughs) I think by the end, if you really understood God's heart in the Bible, you will feel like you've embraced him completely. Does that answer your question? No, no, that's very good. I'll give you a small hand clap for that because that, that was very well done. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you can build a relationship with someone. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, if you have these tangible, physical connections with them, of course, that's easy. But at the same time, you can pour your heart out into something. You can pour your heart out mm-hmm. into something like mm-hmm. the Bible and be able to find and build a connection with that person as well. And that's exactly what God has done with this word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Just, just double checking. we were saying that you need to know god in order to have faith oh so it's a start knowing god is a start so you open the bible you start reading and you feel like you've sufficiently gotten to know god because you've read the bible now there's a second step to this problem here 
which is first now you feel like you know God, but do you really understand Him? <laughs> I'm not sure if you get the nuance between the two, but it's important.、Mm. Do you understand Him? Knowing is one thing, but now do you understand Him? Let's go to Matthew chapter 22, verse 29, because Jesus says something very profound here. Sure. It says Jesus replied, and he's talking to the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, the Israelites. And as you know, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law are those who studied the scriptures very vigorously and fervently. So they know they know God. But Jesus says, "You are in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God."、Hmm. And I just want to tell you that in the Korean Bible, it's translated to "You have misunderstood." Wow. Here it says you are in error, which means that you're wrong. But in the Korean Bible, it says you have misunderstood the scriptures. Wow.、Mm. So it's one thing to know; it's another to really understand the scriptures, the Bible, the way God wants you to. Hmm. Well, well, well TJ,、hmm. let let's say for argument's sake, John eight nineteen. You know, Jesus says, "If you knew me, you would know my Father also."、Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I go to church. Once or twice a week, I own a Bible. I have people in my life who pray for me. I've been a Christian my entire life.、Mm-hmm. I know Jesus.、Mm-hmm. Doesn't that mean I know God? Okay, that's a very good question. I want to talk to you about the purpose of the Bible. Why God gave us、mm. the Bible. And to sum it up really quickly, the Bible is divided into two parts: the Old Testament and the New Testament. The commonality between those two is that it's a testament, and for those of our listeners who don't know, a testament means a promise. So, to sum it up, the Bible is a book of promise.、Hmm. And if you look at what a promise is, it contains a couple of components. One, you need to have someone to promise with, and there are conditions for the promise to be met, and there is the content of the promise. So, for example, Ray, you and I make a promise to meet next Sunday at New York Times Square, and if you come. I'll give you a present, okay?、Oh. <laughs> But you have to come at 7 p.m. sharp. If you're late, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> <sighs> But you know now, you know the promise. I've told you that I want you to come by 7 p.m. to the New York Times Square next Sunday. If you come, I'll give you a present. If you're a minute late, I'm gonna be gone. I have laid down the specifics of the promise very clearly, and you can either choose to keep that promise, or you can either choose to not. Okay. The problem is if you don't know what that promise is. There is no chance that you will be able to keep it. It's next to impossible. <laughs> Why am I saying? <laughs> the reason、yeah. I'm talking about this is because, as I said, the Bible is a book of promise, and if you don't know what God is promising in the Bible, when it's going to happen, what the content of the promise is, how are you going to keep it? Knowing the name Jesus Christ, God, is not all there is to the Bible. Like I said, the purpose of the Bible. The author of the Bible is God, and the purpose he wrote it is to give us the promise. Ray, do you know what the promise is? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we're from the same church. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> We learn the same things. That's true. But for the listeners out there, and you know, even myself, when I had yet to learn this word, I did not know what the promise was. And if I don't know what the promise is, The chances are very, very low, extremely low, that I'll be able to keep it. So, take a minute, sit back, and think to yourself: Do you know what the promise is? Because there are two: the Old Testament and the New Testament. 
So let's start off with the Old Testament. Did you know what the Old Testament was? Who were the people who got promised? What was the content of the promise and how it was fulfilled? If you know that, then do you know the New Testament? Who does it apply to? What is the content of that new promise? And when is it going to be fulfilled? Without knowing it, can you keep it? <sighs> and let's just go back, way back to the beginning. In Romans chapter 10, verse 17, God tells us that He wants to develop our faith from hearing the message, from knowing, right? Right. He wants us to know Him, and then that's the start of a healthy relationship, healthy faith in our Father. And knowing all that, I think the step that I want our listeners to take by hearing this, by listening to this, is understand that we have to know God better. We have to have the motivation and the intention to get to know God before we profess our unlimited and absolute trust in God. Right. Because if, it, if it's not something that we would do with someone we meet on the street, mm -hmm. we should have those same standards when it comes to God as well. Yes. And I want to go and talk about another verse here. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. Let me read it to you here. Okay. Because it talks about faith and knowledge. Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So what that means, if we break it down, is that you have to have knowledge and faith put together in order to attain the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Mm. So not just believing, but also knowing. Mm. Knowing, not knowing. No. knowing. <laughs> and also without misunderstanding. So how do you know if you're not misunderstanding God? That's another question for another time, but it's important. If we understand the importance of faith and what it means, then we will start to understand the necessity of getting to know God much more deeply. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I hope our listeners feel as uh, challenged <laughs> as I do right now. Yeah. All right. To sum it up, Ray, what do we talk about today? The topic was, what is faith? What is faith? We talked about the importance of knowing before knowing. believing. So in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it emphasizes that before you have faith, you must first hear the message. And the message is the word of God, the word of Christ. So first, in order for us to believe in God, God wants us to know him. And even for eternal life that he wants to give us, he wants us to know God and know the one he has sent. So real emphasis on knowing here. <laughs> when we don't have that knowledge, we see in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 that his people were destroyed because they lacked knowledge. Yeah. And then you brought up a really good point, Ray. So what do you have to know more about the Bible? I mean, you know God. You know Jesus. You've read the Bible. You go to service on Sunday. Yeah. So what you need to know is the Bible is a promise, right? Right. For any promise, you need to know who does it apply to? When was it made? What are the conditions? If you don't know what the promise is, if you don't know all the ins and outs of it, you know, how can you keep it? So we've established that you need to know God before you have complete faith in him. And what you need to know about God, because the word is God, as we see in John chapter 1, verse 1, mm -hmm. is that we need to know the promise that he made with us. What is the New Testament? What is the Old Testament? When is it going to be fulfilled? Who does it apply to? How does it relate to me? And I mm. hope these questions have inspired you to ask more questions about the Bible and God. If you've liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe, download, 
We'll be coming up with more interesting topics, and we hope to answer your questions, and perhaps not even questions that you've even thought of, but things that you will agree are very important and integral to our faith in the coming episodes. So please um, continue sending us your questions. Um, we really enjoy having them. Like I said in our previous episode, they could end up becoming a topic that we use. So please keep them coming. Mm-hmm. But that's it for today. This has been TJ. And Ray. And you've been listening to... Reconnect. Reconnect. I don't think uh, we got it again. Okay. We're going to uh, need a couple more episodes to work on that. Yes. Give some time to practice. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. <laughs>